welcome to the English Out Loud podcast, podcast where you can get all the tips you need to take your English further. This is the vehicle, very slow moving vehicle, but it is moving nonetheless, and it is a vehicle that will take your English to the next level. My name is Pat, I'm from Toronto, Canada, living in Mexico at the moment, and I'm just working away, teaching people how they can sound a little more natural in their speech, how it can flow a little better. You want to stretch out this vowel, you want to make this particular position with your muscles. A lot of important information. And in this podcast today, we're going to look at some of that information. We're actually going to take a look at the voice TH sound. Now, a couple episodes ago, I looked at the unvoiced TH sound. The unvoiced TH is extremely useful for everything. It is useful for your everyday life. If you don't use the unvoiced TH in your everyday life, then you're missing out on a lot of English. So, unvoiced TH, if you haven't heard that episode, give it a listen. It's very valuable. Valuable for anyone who wants their English to stand out amongst others who speak English as a second language. The unvoiced TH is going to set you apart from the competition. You can count on that. Well, that's the unvoiced TH. Now, the voice TH is what we want to focus on today. And the voice TH is not a terribly different sound, as in it has the same motion, the same, in fact, the same position. Although we saw previously that for the unvoiced TH, we place the tongue between the teeth, making sure that there's no pressure between your tongue and your upper teeth, and then you just blow air through there. Like that, right? Now with the voice TH, same position, and we're going to go over this in just a moment, but the tongue is between the teeth, and we're just not just blowing air, we're actually adding voice. So let's talk about this sound, and let's see how you can start to use this, because believe me, this is a valuable sound. For example, think about the word the. 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 That is the most frequently used word in the English language. The. And we pronounce it different ways. The, the, the. But we'll talk about that more in the future. Starting with this voice TH though. You can see how if the word the is the most frequently used word in English. You don't want to stumble on this word. You know, when you are saying this multiple times a day, and most certainly in every conversation, well, you want to make sure that you're saying it correctly, you know? So what I want you to do today is to focus on the way that I say the word the. Listen to it very closely. It's important that you adjust your ears, not just your muscles in your mouth, but you want to remind your brain how English sounds. So it's important that you listen very closely today. 
and that you try to focus on how I pronounce the word the. Let's do a quick little test here. You can do a test for yourself to see exactly what you're dealing with when it comes to your TH sound. Just say this to yourself. I'd rather the other. Just those few words there. I'd rather the other. Rather the other. Did you feel your voice flowing between your tongue and teeth? Rather the other. Or did it sound a little choppy? I'd rather the other. Rather the other. Or maybe more like this. Rather the other. Rather the other. A lot of people mix those up with those sounds. If your sound with that sounds more like a D, rather the other, chances are you've got your tongue a little too high in your mouth, maybe making a little too much pressure against your teeth. You just want to loosen that up a bit. You want to let the voice flow through. Rather the other. Rather the other. Let that flow right out. It'll flow out. It'll sound great. Trust me, this is going to get you bonus points in the job interview. So, rather the other. Now, here's what you can do and how you can adjust your mouth position to ensure that you're in the spot that has that clear th sound. What you want to do is the same exercise that we practiced in the previous pronunciation lesson where I spoke about the unvoiced TH sound. Let's take a look at this. This is going to feel a little bit weird and maybe if you're driving, like I said before, don't do this if you're driving. So first you want to open your mouth. You want to have your jaw open. Then you want to place the tip of your tongue on your bottom front teeth. Next, close that space between your top and bottom teeth. Close that space, keeping your tongue in the same position, keeping it right in that good little spot there. And then you just pass your voice, like let your voice come out and pass your voice between your tongue and your teeth. This is going to be a little tricky. What you want to make sure of is that you do absolutely not, that you do not have your tongue pressing hard against your teeth. You just want to make it nice and loose, loosey-goosey, just loosely, loosely resting there, and then have it flow out. Letting your voice come out with your tongue just lightly touching your top teeth, but no pressure. This is going to take a lot of practice and a lot of focus on your end. You can't just learn it overnight. But if you practice this a lot of times, which we're going to try a little bit today, You'll ace it. You, you won't have any problem. You'll be okay. So now we've discussed how to make that TH sound, the, the, the position 
just requires that you put your tongue between your teeth and you voice it. You let it come out and it's going to be great. It's going to be perfect. It's going to sound amazing. All your friends are going to love it. Your boss is going to say, wow, listen to that. That person needs a raise. And then you're going to go and you're going to be driving home and you're going to need a new car because your car might have a little bit of trouble. You'll go to the car salesman and you'll have such a good TH sound. It'll sound so crystal clear that the car salesman is going to tell you, you get half off of every car on this lot. Half off of every car on the lot because your TH sound is flawless, sir or madam. Flawless TH. That is a deal because you've got an amazing TH sound. And then you can tell them, thank you, because you have practiced also your unvoiced TH. You'll say, thank you, sir. You are the best car salesman I've ever had. Thank you. Amazing things happen when you practice your TH. Work on it, and you'll see results. That's what we're here for. I'm not here to waste my time. I'm here to make sure that strangers around the world see results. I want you to see results in your life. I want you to see results with your everybody that you meet, everybody that you come into contact with. I want them to better your life and for you to better their lives. And life is going to be a lot easier to get through if you got a nice, clear TH sound. Let me tell you that. The TH is a fascinating sound. It's all over the place. So, seriously, keep an ear open for it. And then you'll get a raise to $90,000 a month. Possibly. And the TH will have played a major role in that. A major role in that. Imagine that. Imagine you. 90000 bucks a month. Nothing to it. That's a, that's a pretty good salary, isn't it? That's a fine-looking salary. All thanks to the TH sound and all the raises that you got and all the free things because people were impressed with your TH sound. Anyway, so the voice TH. Let's take a look. Let's take a look at some stuff here. I'm going to read out some good stuff. Are you a Caribbean American? Are you looking for a podcast that truly speaks to your culture and identity? Look no further than Carry On Friends, the ultimate destination for all things Caribbean American, hosted by me, Carrie Ann. Dive deep into topics such as culture, heritage, and everyday life through the unique lens of the Caribbean American experience. You'll walk away feeling more connected to your roots. Follow and listen on Apple Podcasts so you'll never miss an episode of Carry On Friends, the Caribbean American experience. Your Caribbean American community awaits. Here's a good practice sentence for you to practice. They're there. Their car is there. You hear that? They're there. Their car is there. 
We're saying the word there. Okay, for one, if you are saying the word there nice and clearly right now, kudos to you. Kudos to you. That means good job. Congratulations. But also, we're saying there. All three of these there's have different spellings. I'll put it in the description afterwards. They're there. Their car is there. Check it out. Practice that sentence. Here's another fantastic sentence. Not these things here, but those things there. What? Not these things here, but those things there. Pretty good. Pretty good. One more here. I'd rather try soothing the other and escape unscathed. Well, I got one more little bit I'd like to take a look at before we wrap up today, and this is a quick little news article about my homeland of Canada. You see, Canada is enormous. It's, in fact, the second biggest country in the world in terms of land mass. However, in terms of population, it's nowhere near the biggest. But Canada is massive. And on the other side of Canada from where I'm from, a little area that they call Alberta, my brother lives out there, and there are many, many moose. Because you see, in Alberta, they have mountains and they have vast, vast woodlands. Oh my goodness, the woodlands of Alberta, they stretch on, it feels like they stretch on for eternity, but we'll talk about that another time. The fact is that car-licking moose have become a problem on Canada's roads. Now, this is an article from Breaking News English, and the credit for the writing goes to Sean Banville, Sean Banville, fantastic writing. This gentleman writes many news articles and I like reading them. So, listen closely, particularly for the word the. The. Just as well, listen for any other voice THs and I'm going to make sure to really stretch those sounds out so you can really catch them. There are plenty of road signs around the world that amuse and bemuse motorists. The latest to raise smiles and possibly a sense of bewilderment are in Canada. Transport authorities in the town of Jasper, Alberta, have erected electronic signs to warn drivers not to let moose lick their cars. Moose are the largest and heaviest members of the deer family and are native to Canada. They are a frequent sight on Canadian roads, but an addiction to salt has led them to sate their needs by licking cars. Vehicles are splashed with road salt that has been sprinkled on the roads to help melt snow. It is common to see moose licking salt on the roads, but they have now developed a preference for licking it off cars. So, 
Keep in mind, I sounded a little funny there. It's because I'm really stretching out those THs, you know? I don't normally pronounce my THs like that, but I want them to really stand out to you. So, keep listening closely. Getting on to the second half of this, as I mentioned, I'm stretching out the THs as I read. Let's see what we've got here. A Jasper National Park spokesperson explained why the salt licking was a problem. He warned that the moose's addiction is becoming an increasing problem and could be fatal. He said this behavior started as an occasional issue a few years ago and now is too common. People are getting far too close and it's perpetuated by the moose's obsession with salt. A tour operator said, I hate to say it, but this road salt is kind of like a drug for the moose. The salt habit poses additional dangers for the moose. Cars are invariably covered with a whole host of harmful chemicals. In addition, moose are vulnerable to pneumonia. Licking car surfaces could increase the risk of spreading disease. Wow. I really enjoy these articles because I really like the colorful writing. I like the word choices that they use, how they challenge your English, you know, with the words. Cars are invariably covered. I've never used the word invariably in my life, but that's a good word, isn't it? Cars are invariably covered. Invariably is to say in every case or on every occasion. Always invariably. Cars are invariably covered in chemicals. Cars are always covered in chemicals is what we're saying. Okay, another good one here. The salt habit poses additional dangers for the moose poses additional dangers. Listen to that. They're not just saying the salt habit is very bad for the moose. No, no. They're saying that this habit of eating salt poses, it brings up additional, you know, more, and they're adding dangers, frightful things for the moose. The wording of this, I think it's fantastic. We want to be able to always use fewer words to say more. It's a really, it's a good skill of English that you want to develop with your writing. And actually, if you listen to my episode titled, Make Sure You Make Sense, you can get some tips on writing. But anyway, we're not here to talk about writing today. I just wanted to comment on a couple of words of this vocabulary. There was one that I really like up here, it says, an addiction to salt has led them to sate their needs by licking cars. To sate their needs. Sate. What is that? Sate. Well, sate is to say satisfy. Satisfy their needs. But again, we're using fewer syllables. We're not saying to satisfy their needs. We could say that. Why, why, why not? It's not a bad thing to say at all, but to sate their need. Fewer syllables and trust me, way more impressive vocabulary, way more impressive.
And I'd like to comment on one other word. Now, the one that I'd like to comment on next is the word perpetuated. Perpetuated. That's a good one. And it's perpetuated by the moose's obsession with salt. Perpetuated. What does that mean? What does that mean to you? Perpetuated. Perpetuated. I'll read the whole sentence here. This behavior is a major issue. People are getting too close, and it's perpetuated by the moose's obsession with salt. Perpetuated. Well, perpetuated is to say that it is to make something continue indefinitely. You know, it continues uh, with no defined ending. It's just continuing, continuing, perpetuated. So perpetuated, keeping something moving forward, keeping it continuing, perpetuating. For example, the rules that were made perpetuated their overall interests, perpetuated, moved forward. All right, so that is an interesting article to read for today. Animals in Canada are just as bad as any of us, aren't they? They found what they like to ease the stress a little bit, and they go for it. The moose, the moose of Canada, cheeky buggers. Well, we're going to just about get to wrap things up for today. This has been a wonderful chat. And one other thing, actually, that I'd like to mention is I've been saying the word moose. Moose. Notice I've never said mooses. I've said moose again and again. That is something that you want to note because moose, whether it's singular or plural, is pronounced moose. Just moose. Anyway. Those are your daily English tips. I'm happy to have shared them with everybody today. Make sure that you practice the voice TH position that we, that's been discussed, that we took time out of our day to discuss. Don't let that time have been spent in vain. Ensure that you use your TH sound frequently. Practice that position. Putting the tongue, try it again right now. Just try it. Putting the tongue between the teeth and giving us a kind of sounds like a, a boat when it's leaving the harbor. Give it a shot. You won't regret it if you get really good at it. So it's all about muscle memory. Everybody is capable of making this sound. And I'm going to make a lot more content in the future to enhance the use of this. And I'm going to cover this a lot more times in the future because I can't stress the importance of it enough. Everybody needs it. Everybody needs it. So practice, practice, practice your voiced TH. And then we'll pick things up later. And uh, we'll take things from there. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. And have a good one.